Welcome to Pageant Planets Podcast, where we share stories and strategies to help expand and connect the global pageant community. Visit pageantplanet.com to find pageants, hire coaches, shop for dresses, and more. Now, here's your host, Stephen Roddy. Welcome, everyone, to another episode. Today, Jesse and myself, we are going to be discussing the life of Imani Davis. And before we dive in, I would like to put the request out there, if you will, that if you want to be featured on our next podcast, if you want to be the feature contestant or even director or expert, then create a contestant profile or a coach's profile or a director's profile on Pageant Planet and fill up the information of cute stories, hidden facts, kind of your story, what makes you special, and then email the link to your profile to support at Pageant Planet um, with the title podcast feature. And then what we'll do as a staff is we will review your profile and we will let you know within 24 hours um, after you submit if you are scheduled to be our next podcast review. So it's a free opportunity. You don't have to pay anything. There's nothing like that. You just need to create a free profile. Give us the information we need and we will go and do the rest for you. So now back to the show and Jesse set the stage for us regarding Amani Davis. So in today's podcast, we are looking into the life of Imani Davis, the current Miss Earth Air 2019. And she's also been a former competitor in the Miss USA and Miss World America pageant systems. And she began competing in pageants when she was just 14 years old and has captured numerous prestigious pageant titles and has become a role model and pageant icon to many women. I mean, remember her Miss USA dress that had that um, those amazing, sharp, bold angles on the shoulders with that gorgeous white cape. I mean, truly an iconic moment on the pageant stage. Mm-hmm. She's won the titles of Miss Teen Atlanta, Miss Georgia USA 2016, Miss Earth USA 2009, and then of course, uh, Miss Earth Air 2019, which you already mentioned. Yeah. And aside from the titles she had won, Amani is also going on to play second runner-up at the Miss USA 2016 and third runner-up at Miss World America 2017. She is an environmental activist and advocates for education in her pageant career and in her personal life. And throughout her life and pageant career, Amani has worked with organizations including Best Buddies, United Service Organization, and The Greenhouse Project. And she has a, a real passion for helping others achieve academic success. And she started her own program to provide resources to help students build on their current knowledge and encourages them to follow their dreams and helps prepare them for the real world, which is huge. And she's stolen the hearts of thousands of fans by being able to seamlessly transition and find success in each pageant system she has entered to. And for those listening, if you can't picture her face, I urge you to Google her right now because probably one of the most naturally stunning faces in the pageant world. Yeah. Yep. And we'll also link to her profile in the show notes too. So if you're driving and, you know, spelling and all that stuff, you can just click on the show notes. So she wore like a sleek bun at Miss USA and her face was still like glowing. Like it was unbelievable. Yeah. I'm going on and on about her. <laughs> clearly I'm a fan. One yeah. Fans. <laughs> get in line, Jesse. You know, one <laughs> one day you might, you know, get her autograph. You know, she'll send you an autograph headshot. Only if no, I'm lucky. Oh my gosh. It, it is funny, you know, like we we do cover you know, contestants, directors, and coaches, but then we also still really do have our fans. Like, we're like our, you know, favorites, if you will, or people was like, ah, oh, it'd be so cool to meet them because we don't even get to meet everyone that we, what we cover just, you know, because we're not the same place, same time. 
Yeah, so if you listen to our podcast and you heard your review, let us know. We want to fangirl, fanboy, fangirl about you listening to us and mutual admiration. Like, we're here for it. Yeah, we, I mean, we totally get it. Like, when people are like, oh, my gosh, like I get to meet you. And sometimes I'm like, oh, my gosh, no, I get to meet you. Like, I've I, I followed your reign. And so it's it's a cool mutual admiration society. I'm more sensitive than Steven, so I will I will fangirl more than he will fanboy, but I, <laughs> still still great to happen nonetheless. Well, I'm also married and you know, you gotta keep that stuff in check, you know, and no. Renata is that's one of that's the most common question Renata get like gets is how did especially when we were dating, like how are you able to basically put up with Steven? Going to all these different pageants, taking photos of all these pretty girls and Renata just she does her own thing and she's a, such a confident beautiful woman she's like oh he's fine like yeah yeah he would miss out like seriously he would miss out and that's just her moxie and i'm like yep and that's why i love you so much yep yeah all right so back back to to imani yep um so it's no surprise that many american women flock to compete in the miss usa system due to its um inclusivity of its title holders and the ability to receive opportunities to travel the country gain networking connections and advocate for a platform or cause of choice plus it doesn't hurt that it's also like it's one of the only pageants seen on television yeah, and Miss USA national title holders and state winners have gone on to win international titles. They become published models, actresses, had substantial advancements in their own personal careers. And even for women who do not capture their state or national title, it is still possible for them to have endless success after their participation in the Miss USA system, which is very true. Yeah, and if you want to learn more about some of the amazing women who have competed in the USA system, we've done podcasts on several, from Deshauna Barber to Katriana Rosemigel to like Hannah Brown, and not to mention several Miss Universe winners, directors, people that mm-hmm. are like influential in other countries, but also contribute to the Miss Universe organization. So uh, we're a big fan of what they're doing. And this is a huge coaching moment because I'm so glad you mentioned that, Stephen, because we talk so much about educating yourself on your system and those that have come before, because if you know what they're looking for, um, it makes it easier. So just listening to these podcasts while you're driving, working out, cooking, whenever you have downtime, it can help you better understand the types of women the system values, and you can start building yourself up around the inspiration that you're hearing. And the success of these women is largely because the Miss USA system is truly about empowering women to develop their own self-confidence and goals, so they have the biggest impact in their communities around the world. So Hopefully by listening to those podcasts and doing that system research, it will inspire you to build your resume or look into them further to see how they found their own success because that research goes a long way in building a really solid foundation in your pageant preparation. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why we decided to pivot to more of a story mode about contestants um, mm-hmm. versus just coaching and, and all that. So for my, my own story, in attempting to make uh, become a successful business person, stories really motivated me. And the story that helped me the most was the story of my dad and of how he was the first person that I really saw take himself from not being successful to being, um, we'll just say financially well off. And I remember hearing the story from him and seeing him go through it that I really connected with it and that sparked the belief in me that I can do it too. And so my hope for you listening is that by us sharing these different stories, be it from a coach's perspective, director, um, contestant, that you driving, you cooking, you working out while you're listening to it, that you're like, oh my 
like I really connect with that on so many mm-hmm. different levels that you hear that one story that you feel like you believe you can win that title of what your dream is, regardless of the system. And that, because that's really, that's where everything starts. That, that it's just that quiet confidence of, you know what? I could be Miss USA. Mm-hmm. I could. I would need to do ABC, but I think pageantry is there. I could be the best in the world at this particular system. And these stories, my hope, Jesse's hope, is that it sparks that belief in you. Yeah, exactly. So regarding and to pivot again, but the same yep. goes for Imani Davis. Like Imani, she entered into the Miss Georgia USA system in 2014 as an aspiring model. And she believed that her experience working as a model could allow her to be successful in pageants. She placed fourth runner-up to uh, Tiana Giggs, and who then went on to place as the second runner-up at Miss USA 2014. And Tiana is another iconic pageant contestant. So if you Google her too, like she had this amazing white mermaid gown that I just loved. <laughs> so Georgia all around like brings the sleigh year after year. So yeah, clearly they do. it must one of my faves. So after taking a year off of competing in pageants, Amani returned to the Miss Georgia USA pageant in 2016. First of all, really hard to not come back the year after your runner up to take a whole year off and not compete. But yeah. I think Amani trusted her time and she was at Miss Spalding County USA. And on November 21st, 2015, she took on the title of Miss Georgia USA 2016, allowing her the opportunity to represent Georgia at the Miss USA pageant. You know, as a side note, I feel like that's that's a lot of pressure for her because how many people directors down were like, are you going to pay, compete this year? Are you going to, I what? Know. you're not going to compete. You, you got first runner up. This is your year. Right. And going on to our last podcast, we talked about last week. So mm-hmm. there had to be tremendous pressure. And especially if the director is asking you if you're going to compete again and you got first runner up and then the whole pageant, you know, uh, superstitions play in like, Oh my gosh, if, I don't compete this year, then the directors are going to maybe hold the crown back for me the following year. Mm-hmm. So she looked past all of that. Go her. Yeah, for sure. So excited to compete for the title of USA. Um, Imani was also excited for the opportunity to be a role model to young women and to make positive changes in her community. She was able to utilize the title of Miss Georgia USA to advocate for education and helping young women understand the power of knowledge. She worked on a program that helps juniors and seniors in high school with the college application process as well as prepare them for their college experience. And throughout her year as Miss Georgia USA 2016, she also partnered with organizations including the USO, Chick-fil-A, and the Boys and Girls Club Youth Organization. Yeah, and as a shameless plug, if you're hearing this and your head's spinning because you're a current contestant and you're not sure how to make these con- like connections happen, a really a coach can make a world of difference in helping you plan and like in your contacts. And some of the ones we especially love are Lisa Dean coaching and Amanda stone of fit for Queens. And you can learn more about them by just going in our uh, coaching directory and just searching their name. Yep. And aside from, the community organizations that Amani worked with that we just mentioned. She's also the founder of her own nonprofit organization called Modern Enlightenment, which advocates the importance of education through promoting students to be involved in extracurricular, extracurricular activities and the arts. And that's another area where a coach like just Stephen just said could help is if you're like, okay, all these women that I compete with have these tremendous resumes. They have their own organizations. I'm not sure where to start. 
a coach is a perfect first step to explore that. Yeah. And I find that the more successful people become, whenever they're entering into something that's a bit of an unknown for them, they say, who can I find that's already been there, done that? And like, basically, how can I hire them to get their advice? And it really does crush the learning curve. It really does. Yep. So her community advocacy, caring personality, and elegant stage performance allowed her to place second runner-up at the Miss USA 2016 pageant to the one and only Deshauna Barber. Who we also love. Yes. Big fan. So after a year, after about a year placing the top three at Miss USA, Amani announced on social media that she was preparing to compete at Miss World America 2017. Yeah. And since 1951, the USA has sent representatives to the Miss World pageant. Um, in the mid 1950s, the first runner up at Miss USA would represent represent the USA at Miss World. The Miss World organization focuses heavily on their contestants being a beauty with a purpose where the woman can choose the platform or project that they would promote throughout their year as Miss World. And a fun fact that a lot of people don't know is that you also need to perform a talent at Miss World and it's also a month long the pageant's oh, a month long, but, but it's awesome. It's overseas, and it is the biggest pageant in the world as far as like more countries compete in this world than any other um, international pageant. So I actually didn't know that that's the history that the first time up to Miss USA went to Miss World, and I, I love that fact, and it reminds me of um, a pageant newsworthy moment right now, too, is we talked about like been in Benning, Filipinas, where they crown all of the title hold, national title holders at once. And this universe, Philippines, Stephen, I don't know if you saw this in our pageant daily newsletter, mm-hmm. but Philippines is pulling out of Benning, Benning. Yeah. And starting so their crazy. own. And yes. the most uh, Jonas Gafford. Um, Gafud. Gafud. Oh, yeah. We, we had a trouble because we did a podcast on him. Um, so I think feel like it was several months ago, like he pulled out and like retired as a coach and yes. kind of was radio silence. And now he's the one, one of the ones he spearhead- <laughs> yeah. he he's spearheading. And if you don't know, like if you're not familiar with the Filipino con- uh, country and it's tie into pageantry, it's like a national sport over there. I mean, oh my God, you talk to, God. yeah, you talk to a layman that's not even involved in the industry. They know pageantry almost probably better than you do over here <laughs> you know if you're involved i mean it is intense we love our filipino followers and they've just passionately endorsed the industry and it's really big news for them i mean it would basically be the equivalent of um with us it would be the equivalent if like uh like a miss united states and a miss usa merged here. Yes, that would be the equivalent of what happened that with the with the split. So yes, um, really big news over there. Yep. So we have a lot of tangents today, but I think it's going to be all right. Yeah. We're going to survive. <laughs> um, Amani has always been involved in community work, and she knew that pageantry is a way to put the things that she is doing on another platform. And it's because of this mindset that she began competing to be the first Miss World America from the state of Georgia. Yeah, she says, I believe everyone has the ability to impact or change things in this world. And sometimes if you're a public figure, you have more of an audience. I love that my voice is being heard and that the issues and charities that I find very important are being seen on a larger scale. Very humble way to present that. 
agree. And her ability to speak well, like think like quotes like you just read, carry yourself gracefully and maintain a consistent style all make her an excellent representative at this Miss World pageant. However, fans worried about her crossover from the Miss USA to the Miss World system, as there is the thought that Miss World organization tries to avoid crossover contestants, which I wasn't aware of, but maybe it's a thing. Yeah, and since there are no official rules against competing in two systems as a state title holder, Amani traveled to Orlando, Florida for this opportunity. She represented herself and her cause, Modern Enlightenment, once again, and at a national American pageant, hoping to give every child a chance by encouraging, leading, and inspiring them to be the best that they can possibly be. And the Miss World America 2017 pageant included numerous components of the competition, including fitness, interview and working with the best buddies program and she placed as the third runner-up to clarissa bowers from florida who went on to compete at the international pageant in china in november and november 2017 and even though she didn't win the title of miss world america no fan considers placing in the top four at two renowned national pageants in the u.s as a loss like you are by no means a failure if you can do what Imani did in those two attempts. Yeah, and it's known around the world that the biggest three international pageants include Miss Universe, Miss World, and Miss Earth. And although Imani was successful in two of the three largest national pageants in America, she was ready to settle down with her own community platforms, which also included several environmental advocacies. And it was after she had taken over a year off from pageants as director of the Miss Georgia Earth USA pageant reached out to Amani to join the 2019 pageant. And after doing her own research, Amani knew that she would be a perfect fit with the system. And this is another quick coaching moment. It's if you don't find success in one pageant, that doesn't mean that you don't have the ability or potential to win another. Each system has different judging criteria, different platform, a variety of things they may be looking for a title holder. Don't get discouraged and think that your pageant career is over. Like for Amani, it would have been really easy to be like, you know what, I have the goods, but I just can't take it home. But she never thought about that as a problem. Like she was open to the opportunity to join and learn from another system. So don't get discouraged. You're just on the path to find the right one for you. Yeah. And Miss Earth focuses on empowering women. Um, impacting environmental efforts and promoting um, ecotourism. And throughout the pageant, delegates traveled to all corners of the Philippines to conduct community aids, such as visiting schools, planting trees, and cleaning beaches. The ultimate selection of finalists and winners is based on intelligence, beauty of the face, and healthy figure. And a fun fact about this is like Miss Earth, I mean, talking about just attempting to shatter certain stereotypes of the industry like miss earth i believe it was this year they had all the girls interview without makeup like you what? were not yeah you, you weren't allowed to wear makeup into the interview private interview room so that's hilarious because my first pageant was a semi glitz pageant and they say light to no makeup for <laughs> interview and i like walk downstairs in my light no makeup look <laughs> and you know the girls were not in light to no makeup okay i'll just say yeah. that so it's, like the fact that they said it and followed through with it is like very groundbreaking in the industry. So right, well, and kudos then, Miss Earth. Right, and then the year before that, they had all the girls compete in swimsuit, but then they had veils over their face. Yes, um, so they're, they're really shaking it up. Well, and it's kind yeah. of um, you know to your point, and this is a bit of a coaching moment. What Justy said about the light to no makeup. Again, a coach can save your tail. On this, because yep. of when the pageant says, "Oh, casual wear," and you ask the director, the casual, the director says, "Oh, like wear something out, like you're going to church, or yeah, or out to the mall with your friends." Um, 
wrong. Yeah, no. Do not show up with jeans and like a cute top. You like it's not the same type of casual wear that you're going to wear to a movie on a Friday night. Get not a all coach. directors lie. They just <laughs> underrepresent. Yeah, and maybe that's even the heartbeat <laughs> behind what the director wants, but right. that is not what all the other contestants are going to do, and you will look like the odd woman out if you yes. show up stage on jeans. For sure. Just throwing it out there. Yep, there it is. So <laughs> needless to say, uh, Amani won the title of Miss Georgia Earth USA in April 2019, and for the third time, she'd go on to represent Georgia at one of the top three pageants in the U.S., and... Out of 60 contestants, Amani went on to win her first national title, and I can only imagine the relief she felt, and she was Miss Earth USA, and she also won the awards Miss Photogenic, no-brainer there, and Best Runway. <laughs> yeah, especially for you, if you were the judge on that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Far and away, the winner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and Laura Clark is the national director for Miss Earth USA, and she's just an amazing human, so big fan. Of Laura. Um, so Imani spent the next few months preparing for Miss Earth 2019 pageant and increasing her efforts as an environmental activist across the United States. She worked with a large organization called Enactus, where she resided as a co-chair for a greenhouse project, which builds a greenhouse entirely out of recycled materials for uh, group homes. And Amani is also a member of the Green Team Project, where they implement recycling programs in schools that didn't have one before, which is great. And she prides herself on saving the world one child at a time with one piece of recycled material at a time. Nice. She represented the U.S. at the Miss Earth 2019 pageant in Manila, Philippines from twenty uh, from September 29th to October 26th. Again, another pageant that lasts about a month long. And yep. To spend a month in the Philippines, not not, not bad, not, not a bad time. So out of 85 contestants from around the world, Imani placed as the first runner-up to Nellis um, Pimentel from Puerto Rico. This allowed Imani to win the international element title of Miss Earth Air 2019. And Davis belonged to the Air Group and earned the silver, silver medal in the <laughs> best evening gown competition of the group. And, you know, as a side note, for those unfamiliar with the Miss Earth system, the first runner-up equals Miss Earth Air. So by saying yeah. she won first runner-up, you are also saying that she is Miss Earth Air. And I think the second and third runners-up, they're Earth Fire and Earth... Water? Water, Water? yes. Yeah. Yes, so yes. it's like the elements of the Earth. So Which it's, is it's pretty a, cool. So like you, awesome you, know, you still get a new title. Yeah, awesome brand. amazing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So Amani will return to the USA to resume her studies while supporting environmental causes such as overseeing a school recycling program that we mentioned, managing the community greenhouse, and as Miss Earth Air 2019, she'll have the opportunity to travel to other countries for environmental work and Miss Earth national pageants. What would be a really cool idea for Miss Earth? Like, okay, if you want Miss Earth Air, like your responsibility should be cleaner air pollution. Pollution. Yeah, Yeah. and cleaner water and then cleaner, I don't know how you do fire though cleaner fires Force, fire responsibility. <laughs> oh there you go yeah that's yeah. good uh-huh so i mean anytime a topic comes up it's like oh this is your domain yeah you need to cover it. you need to be the expert on this that, that would so be what is then miss earth herself do if everyone else is doing those things she's the queen of clean <laughs> so she so should, does she also go to the i like the concept and i actually this is actually an interesting fact um because when i won i won an at-large pageant to go back to miss new york and i was miss western new york but i found like miss buffalo was way more sought after because it was specific hmm. 
Yeah. Even though I was like larger, a larger region. Yeah. So like think about it. if you ever pick your title, pick something specific because people like having something that's a latch on to. Like they're like, okay, yeah, I'm from Western York, but I'm from Buffalo. Yeah. So, so to, to your point, place. I think Miss Earth should be over just the land. Yeah, because everything kind of soaks into the land. Like water, fire. I mean, I like that we're talking about this like it's a real thing. I know, like literally branding (laughs) on the spot. (laughs) But I mean, as you said, so there's a saying in business: you get rich in a niche. And if you want to make any kind of headway inside of any big conversation like the environment, you got to be very targeted and very niche specific. So if somebody that's like, "Oh, we need cleaner air," let's reach out to Miss Earth and specifically Miss Earth Air. I like it. I don't, I don't disagree. All right. So anyways, um, Imani, she prides herself on being the first Ethiopian-American woman to win a national pageant title. That's a fun fact. Yes, and currently she's continuing her education as well. Amani is a law program graduate of DePaul University in Communications and is currently attending graduate school at Valdosa State University, where she is pursuing a master's of education with a major in school counseling. Yeah, to Amani, pageantry is not just about winning a title with a crown and a sash. She didn't just decide to compete so that she could be another winner. The work she does in the community and the people she is able to inspire um, means the most to her and is is genuinely, that is the driving factor in her heart. Mm -hmm. And she's always willing to take the crown off to really dive into her community and charity work. She knows the best quality she has is that she is a leader so she can motivate the youth to have the best life and future they can possibly have. Yeah, so whether it be in her own personal life, through her educational studies, or through pageantry, Imani will continue sharing her advocacies and charity work to benefit people across the USA and across the world. And I want to end with these words from Amani because we already heard one quote from her, so we know she's eloquent. But this really, I think, sums up her entire being. And she says, I want to set the stage for other women who have dreams and help them understand that with a little hard work, dedication, and passion, you too can make them come true. Yeah, and a special shout out to Maria Giorlando for doing the research on this particular episode. Thanks for listening. And if you've received any benefit from this show or for ones previous, please consider giving us a five-star review. It might seem like a small action, but it really does help us keep the show going. Until next time. Want to become a part of pageant history? Create a free contestant or business profile on pageantplanet.com to unlock hidden features and connect with other experts throughout the world.